Hello there. This is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Title of my short exhortation is Arresting the Thieves of Praise. Arresting the Thieves of Praise. And our scripture is taken from John chapter 10, verse 10. If you have the CEV version, fine. That's the contemporary English version. It says a thief comes to rob, kill, and destroy. But I came so that everyone would have life and have it in its fullness. Father, once again, we want to thank you. We bless your name for what you have prepared for us. Thank you, Lord, for the table that is set before us today. Grant unto us understanding and ability, Lord, to take back what the enemy has stolen from us. Everything the devil has stolen, Lord, will receive grace to recover all today. In the name of Jesus, open our hearts and understanding, Lord, that we may receive and we may grow into the fullness of your plan and purpose for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen and amen. I just want us to have a chat today, just a thoughtful chat. I'm praying that it will provoke praise, thanksgiving in your heart by the grace of God. I know someone might feel I have one or two reasons why I don't feel like jumping up and waving and dancing. Not just because the government requirement says people shouldn't sing. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out down the line. I thank God that we can still sing. We can sing unto the Lord a new song. Amen. Amen. But somebody might feel that, well, I don't feel like dancing. I don't feel like jumping up and down and rejoicing. But I want you to understand that for every reason you may have, there are many more reasons why the fruit of your lips should give thanks and judge God as faithful. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14, it says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. May you walk in triumph in Jesus' name. It says, And through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. What an awesome thing. God's plan is to diffuse fragrance of his knowledge. That when people see you, they can understand, oh, this is how good God is. Oh, this is the wisdom of God. Oh, this is how God works through us. That we may be able to reveal God's mind. I want us to understand that the Lord is good, friends. And his mercies endures forever. The psalmist says to us in Psalm 34, from 1 to 2, this is where our word for the year comes from. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times, remember? And his praise shall continually what? Be in my mouth. He said, my soul will make his boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear and be glad. And um, it seems like just, seems like a far time now, a couple of months ago when we looked at this verse, looked at this scripture, and we reminded that we told ourselves that there are five key words that will be strong words for us for this year. We said in that scripture that we're going to look at praise. 
perpetual, profess, person, and preeminence. We said in that verse we find those key words. And because so many things have happened between then and now, the chances are many people have forgotten. But as I look at the scripture and I think about, I will bless the Lord at all times, perpetually. It is possible to think about what kind of a person is able to bless the Lord at all times. Who in their right frame of mind can actually bless the Lord at all times? Is it that David has lost it? Is it for real? How can you bless the Lord at all times in the midst of COVID-19? With all the thousands of lives being reported as dead or whatever across the world. Bless the Lord at all times. People losing their loved ones. Bless the Lord at all times. Job losses have been announced every time. And yet David said, I will bless the Lord perpetually. How can he do that? Who will be willing to burst into thanksgiving in the midst of unexpected news that are not so exciting? When I considered this this week, a couple of things occurred to me and I felt I should share with you. The challenges would always emerge at the curve of change. Think about the children of Israel. For 40 years, they were in the wilderness, walking around. They've been through all stuff. These folks, they have been through dry times, hard times, good times. They have survived all manner of things. And then they got to the edge of the promised land. And God said to them to send spies to go and view the land that they're going to. And then news came back to them that truly the land is flowing with milk and honey. Beautiful out there. But there are giants in the land. They got to a curve and things started going wrong in many of them. The Bible said the bulk of the church rose up against Moses. We'd rather go back to where we're coming from. Are people who have seen God, seen them through stuff. They have seen great Egypt falling without their own effort. They've seen River Nile parted without their own effort. They've seen miraculous provision without their own effort. But now, they're doubting the same God. Why? Because challenges will always emerge at the cover of change. What about the disciples of Jesus Christ? They left many things. Left their businesses. They all followed Jesus Christ day and night. They believe this is a Messiah. We're just going to go with him wherever he leads. But on the night that he was arrested, one night, even the best of them denied him, what? Three times. And the rest of them scattered from church. Challenges will always emerge at the cover of change. Unknown to these folks, this was going to be, look at it, it was going to be the greatest time in history that the victorious church was supposed to be handed over to them. But they said, no, we can't handle this challenge. They ran. Why would we bless God? They said, friends, you see, for the natural mind, it is easier to camp around the pain. It's easier to just, you know what, I'm not going forward. I'm just going to sit here and be crying. And be wailing. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to think of what could have 
what would have, what didn't, what shouldn't. It is easier to sit down, give up, than to march forward. They couldn't possibly see a better day if the Messiah had been taken away from them. And so you think about David. David, a man who had just been through a bad time with King Hakish. He had just been kicked out. Now he's taking his home in a cave, in the cave of Adullam. It's not a place you expect a king who has been crowned to stay. But David knew, whatever I see, whatever I hear, it's not going to be a, a dwelling place for me. It's just a curve. Come on, touch somebody. Say, this is just a curve. This is just a curve. David knew that this is a curve. A better day is ahead around the bend. That's why he could sing the song, I will bless the Lord at all times. That was the context of the song. I will bless the Lord at all times. Friends, never let the challenges of today, nor all the disappointments of yesterday rob you of the future that God has for you. Never let the disappointment of today or that of yesterday rob you. And when we say rob, we're going to look at that word rob. Because the devil is a robber. That's why the scripture tells us in John 10.10. 10, he said the thief comes with only one agenda. To steal. He has come to rob you. He has come to kill and to destroy. Whatever you think you have in your new beginning. There are five themes of praise I want to examine today. Because there are a lot more you can have. But I want to focus on these five. The first robber is discontentment. Discontentment. You know, when I think about this story, the story of Leah, the wife of Jacob. Leah, no matter what God did for Leah, she felt discontented. She was not supposed to be married to this dude. She got in there. And now, her sister, the Bible said, was barren. And she had children. But it didn't still bother. It was still not good enough. Every single thing she had, she was not satisfied until she had Judah. Discontentment. Now listen to me. I know you could be in a better position. I know that things could be much better in your business. I know things could be better in the church today. Just like the churches. Listen. Churches that are huge sizes have to deal with little number. Are you listening to me now? We could think of wow, all the halls that are empty in Concord House. But my dear friend, we thank God we are not where we were last Sunday. We are moving forward. Discontentment will rob you of praise. Discontentment will you are nowhere my mates are. You have to learn to celebrate process. This is a process. Somebody say we are moving forward. Moving Our forward. family is moving forward. Our business is moving forward. My career is moving forward. forward. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10a. The A part says, For who is it that has despised the days of small things? My dear friends, it might be small, but days of small things will lead to bigger things. It has started. It's going somewhere. In the name of Jesus, there will be no reversal process. 
I don't care what men are predicting. I said in Jesus' name, my city will march forward. My nation will march forward. In the name of Jesus. We have seen stuff. It has entered history books. We understand COVID-19 has come. It has come. It has come. But in Jesus' name, we will not stay inside it. We are coming through it. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, and you feel discontented right now, I pray in Jesus' name, you will enter into a new season. A season of restoration. I decree in Jesus' name, mercy will lift you up. Mercy will lift you up. In the name of Jesus. In the place you did not expect, I pray that God will take you out of it. And those who are expecting you to fail, those who are expecting you will never rise up, you will surprise them in the name of Jesus. Your dream and your vision will come to pass. That which is causing you pain, wondering when will my husband love me? When will my children come? When will that thing happen? When will I be able to speak amongst my friends? Receive grace to rise up. Number two, distraction. Distraction. He's a thief of praise. It does not matter. Whether you are in the auditorium or you are in the home or you are in the car, my dear friends, you know if you want to be focused, you can be focused. And if you will be distracted, you can be distracted. If you are in an examination hall and you are writing, even a little clock. I remember one exam I was doing many years ago. A wall clock. And you know those African clocks can be loud sometimes. The thing was doing co co I was like, am I supposed to read this one or focus on my paper? I had to block it off mentally. There's a way you can switch off from distraction. Receive grace. Paul, the apostle, when he was ministering, the Bible said they went from city to city. And the woman was following them. Remember that story? She kept on saying, these are the people who have come to us the way of the master. There is a way the devil can distract you from remaining focused. And when you are distracted, you cannot praise. He will keep on making you to look at what is not working. You see, that's not working. Look at it. Why would you praise God for this? Broken focus is the main strategy of Satan. The main strategy of Satan. I pray in Jesus' name you will receive grace to stay focused. In your career, you'll be focused. In your relationship, you'll be focused. The Bible says in Hebrew chapter 12, verse 2, it says, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Looking unto Jesus. When you realize you want to put your finances together, the enemy can come and break your focus with all kinds of distractions and spending that is not so. Broken focus. Number three, discouragement. Discouragement. Discouragement can stop people from praise. In Psalm 137 verse 1, you know this passage very well. It says, by the rivers of Babylon. There we sat down. We sat down in discouragement. We were so dejected. We hung our hearts. We considered the things we have left behind. Discouraged. We hung our hearts upon the willows in the midst of it. The children of Israel, they looked forward to taking over the promised land. And when the news came to them, they felt discouraged. You mean, this is what we have marched for for 40 years? They were discouraged. They were so discouraged. And God himself felt discouraged. And in Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 28, they said, where can we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our hearts, saying the people are greater and taller than we. 
The cities are great wall fortified up to the heavens. Can you see the lies? Usually when you are discouraged, everything is blown out of proportion. Moreover, we have seen the sons of the Anakim there. But I thank God for some sons and daughters of encouragement in the house. You will be one of those in Jesus' name. Yeah. When everybody is focusing on what is not, you will focus on, you know what, if there's this little gap, God can use it. I love hearing phone calls. Some people's phone calls. They said to me, Pastor, it is possible. We're going on. The Lord is with you. Sons of encouragement. In the series of you can change your world, that's you. You can encourage. You can look at sometimes people forget their leaders are human beings sometimes. Can you imagine how your children can encourage you sometimes in your own house? God is expecting us in the house of God to be sons and daughters of encouragement. In this season, of this curve. That's why we have been raised. Discouragement can stop people from praising. Why will I praise? Why will I praise? I've got masks on. You can't praise. Nobody's going to stop you. You're dancing. We must not turn the house of the Lord to a graveyard. Amen. It cannot become a graveyard because of what? If footballers can jump up and shout and hug each other and dance, why do we think God will be against you rejoicing? If you have to dance on your chair, dance. Dance standing up. Dance. Who stops us from dancing? I was in a leadership training a week ago and I was asking the ALT class. And I asked her, I said, I want sincere answers. How many of you actually get up in your house to dance during the worship? Some said, yes, I do. Some said, I don't. Some said, I just watch. Can you see that? So you see, there is a way our mind tells us we can only dance if we are in church or we can only dance if we don't have mask on. Who says all that to you? Who says all that to you? If people can now watch their football and enjoy it on the screen and they have created artificial fans, Hey, the first day I had it, I said, excuse me. Then I said, oh, oh, this guy is smart. We need to create artificial sound effects in church. Hallelujah. We must understand something. That we, 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 we get to church and we block all the survivor instincts that God gave to us. We just forget it. But we feel out there we've got to survive. Really? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Hallelujah. I said it's a strong tower. Amen. Discouragement. Joshua and Caleb, they looked at them and they said, Come on guys, we are well able to take the land. I said you will take the land in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, you are like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. You will bring forth your fruit in season. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 43, 19 tells us, he said, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. That which has been waiting in your mind, waiting in your life, it's springing forth right now in the name of Jesus. He said, I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Rivers in the desert. Number four, disappointment. Why would people not praise the Lord? Because they felt disappointed. Last time I praised, nothing happened. I have been praising. I'm disappointed. Sometimes people could be disappointed either in themselves or in another person. I'm disappointed. 
And if guess what? Sometimes people are disappointed even in God. Disappointed in God. Genesis 15. God came and spoke to his friend, Abraham. He said, Abraham, hey, guess what? I'm your shield and exceedingly great reward. I got great plans for you. He was disappointed in God. He said, yeah? Oh, yeah? What will you give me? Since I go childless. What is the news you have got for me? I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in my career. I'm disappointed in the thing, the way things turned out. I'm disappointed. I have news for somebody here today in the name of Jesus. If you feel disappointed, listen to me and you think, I don't feel like praising. When praise is most difficult, that's when praise is most necessary. That's when it's most necessary. Praise him anyway. Praise him anyway. It's not about how you feel. It's about how you know he is. Because God is more real than your feelings. May the power of the Lord walk in your life. May it cause you to have an unusual testimony. Unusual testimony. In the name of Jesus, may you rise above disappointment and setbacks. I pray that the Lord will restore your years. And cause your mouth to, feel, to be filled with new songs. In the name of Jesus. In this new beginning, may you be numbered with it. Amen. Last but not the least, delayed answers. Delayed answers. See, the reality of life is when we all talk to God, when we, when we pray to God, we, we recognize answers prayer when we receive it in our hands. But the truth of the matter also is that God is a sovereign God. And God is able to answer with a yes, with a no, or not yet. But many of us, as particularly Pentecostal believers, we tend to feel that we should only praise God when we get a yes that we recognize. But we must also understand that God expects us to praise him even when we get a no. He expects us to praise him when we get a not yet. Now that is the proof that we know him. That is the proof that we know that he created us for his glory. It might be hard for you to see, but the truth of the matter is one day, the owner of your life will ask you to give account for what you did in the body that he gave to you. It will not be about according to your feelings. And that's the truth. It might seem hard, but God is the one who decides. And what we need to do to understand is that God is faithful to his word. But some people say, you know what, if things were different, I will praise him. Now one day, when I get my job, or one day, when I get this, then I will be able to praise God. I will give one day. Well, you know, one day when things get better, when I have something to testify, one day. What do you call something to testify? The fact that you woke up this morning is a testimony. So why do you think you don't have a testimony? It's not your hand washing or your face mask that kept you through the high or the spike or whatever has gone through the land. It was God. And it is God who will sustain us through. Amen. It's God who watches over us. It's God who allows us to be able to have a story to tell. If you survive an accident and you are still alive, it is God. You drank water and it went through the right passage. It is God. It's God. It's our responsibility to praise God regardless of what we see. 
And I pray for you today, somebody, that according to the word of the Lord in Psalm 94 verse 9, the Bible says, God who planted the ear, shall he not hear? He who planted the eye, who formed the eye, will he not see? I say to you that God sees you. God hears you. Don't assume that he has not heard your prayer. Don't think there is a sin in your life or something that God does not love you. It is not true. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 7, he says, In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry entered into his ears. May God hear you today. Amen. In the name of Jesus, as I round up this message, I want to give you these five powerful bullets that David gave to us in this Psalm 34. In this Psalm 34, from 1 to 5, when he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. So, what is the wisdom of dealing with this robber? Number one, your speech. What you say. What you say is important. I will bless the Lord at all times. Your speech. Number two, your song. The song you sing. You have to be intentional. The song that comes up in your mouth. Take, make the effort to sing only songs that speaks about the power of God. Praise him continually. Put a song on your lips. Do away with songs that does not have faith. Songs that does not declare the end. Number three. Your sharing. What you testify. What are you testifying about? What you say that the Lord, your God can do. You have to be a person that I can boast. I make my boast in the Lord. That's who you are. You have to say, I know my God will do it. You must be a person that is sharing the good news of God. Amen. Number four, the seed you sow. You can deal with Satan. You can deal with this robber by your seed. He said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. I am saying to you that this thing which I put in the ground will grow. Magnify the Lord with me. Amen. Let's exalt his name together. And lastly, your search. What are you after? What are you focusing on? In verse 5, he said, I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. What are you seeking? You can deal with the devil. You tell the devil, you know, you are not my focus. I, I will not even mind you. I will not even mind you. I remember a time that the devil attacked my daughter's health. And she was just giving all kinds of signs in her body. We were just losing weight years ago. And I will be telling my wife, I say, Oni, can you not see this? She, she will not even mind me. She could see what I saw. But she seen past what I saw. Now, known to me, she has her own way of just dealing with those things. But it was a strange thing for me. And only, can you not see this? She said, mm, it's okay. And she would just ignore it. And then I learned something that you can choose to give the devil his audience or you ignore him. What are you spreading? What are you spreading about what God is doing in this season? What are you seeking about what God is doing in this time? Are you a person who is saying, God, I believe you. I believe you are doing a new thing in the body of Christ. I believe you are doing a new thing in my nation. 
I believe you are doing a new thing in my family. I believe you are doing a new thing in my career. What are you seeking in my business? Stop looking at the clients that left you. Look at the ones that God is bringing. Stop looking at the deal that you lost. Begin to thank God for the deal that you're about to sign. This is what is required in this time. My dear friends, if you learn to ignore the devil for who he is, and begin to focus on God, looking unto Jesus. Today I want to ask you this. Is there any way the devil is robbing you of your praise? I want to pray for you. Because God has called you into this relationship. And I want you to understand that that is a plan that God has for you. That is why this word has come to you today. Because the greatest way the devil robs you is to rob you of your destiny. He robs you of your end. That's what is important. You do not want that to happen. You want to say, Jesus Christ, I want you. You are the Lord of my life. With all heads bowed, I want to pray for somebody here today. If you are saying to me, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want Jesus Christ to come into my heart. I want to forgive me, restore my soul. Let your spirit fill me. That's God's word for you today. And if that's your prayer today, I want you also please note that. Just need to drop it in the chat line. Just write it in the chat and say, I want to give my life to Jesus. We have online pastors that will reach out to you. And we want to pray for you. We want to ensure you don't walk this walk by yourself alone. We want to be there with you as we guide you and we instruct you and we show you a better way. And if in any way you have felt disappointed, discouraged, discontented in any area or distracted and this one means something you want to know more about this please let us know i want to pray for you today right now father in the name of jesus i thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice i pray that in jesus name grace to look straight grace to focus grace to embrace what you have said to hold on to your word in jesus name i pray father lord that we shall not be forgetful hearers that according to david's word that we will bless the Lord at all times. These are times to bless you even more. In the name of Jesus. And that your praise shall continually be in our mouth. Thank you Lord because we make our boast in God. Our boast that my God will save me. Our boast that my Lord loves me. Our boast that my God, my Redeemer, leave it. Because you live, I can face tomorrow. Thank you Father. Be glorified Lord. For we pray in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. If you'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message, please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org. The UK. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.